The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. You got to be holding yourself to standards. There got to be accountability, parameters, measurable performance, and somebody has to be demanding that things get done. That's what a boss does, right? Okay. Are you doing that to yourself? The answer is no. You're being a horrible boss and you need to be fired. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Is any of you having one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it. As a matter of fact, all you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. 
You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to be a great boss. But before we get into this, I remind everyone, I send out a text every day guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point to start your day. I call it the daily motivation. I send one out every week as well. Join my text community for free by texting me on my number 305-384-6894. We'll tell you your options as soon as you get in. If you don't get a response immediately, we're still working on some tech issues. We will get it fixed soon. Next, work on your game university. That is the only place that I do any coaching. If you would like to work with me directly, that is the only place and way for it to happen. Remember, all you got to do is go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. That is the place where you can find out more about our program, how it works, what you get, who is it for, and what kind of outcomes you can expect. All of that, again, is at workonyourgameuniversity.com. There, you can click any button on that page that will take you to schedule a time to get on a call with us. That is the only way you can join the university. You must get on the call with us first. We don't let anybody just join the university because we want to know everyone who is coming through, everyone we're working with, because we don't work with everybody. I'm going to be honest with you. We do not work with everyone. We're looking for people who are serious about joining the top 2% and what they do. Then we have a four-part framework based on mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. Again, get all the information at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Schedule a time to get on a call with me or somebody on our team, and we'll take it from there. Again, link down below in the description. That out the way, let's get into the topic, how to be a great boss. Now, the reason that I'm talking about this topic, first of all, before I even tell you that, I have talked about how to be a boss in previous episodes here. In episode number 2304, I told you that every organization must have a boss. Episode 1465, I told you how to be your own boss. In episode 1014, I told you what we want from our bosses, coaches, and leaders. In episode 973 and 974, I told you about the best lessons and advice that I got from bosses I have had in my own life. In episode 562, I told you how to deal with a negative boss. Have you ever had a negative boss in your life? I told you about that. In episode 2746, I told you that you may be, or maybe you are, a terrible boss. Today, I'm going to tell you how to be great. So I told you how to be terrible. I'm going to tell you how to be great. So this comes from seeing many bosses putting undue blame on their staff members, their assistants, staff, workers, whatever, when it's the bosses themselves who need to be checked and corrected. I see this often that a boss has someone working for them who makes a mistake. They did make a mistake, but in the boss is blaming the person, the worker for making a mistake when really they need to be looking at themselves because it's something that the boss did or did not do that put the worker in a position to make the mistake that they made. So consider this, this two-part series, I'm going to do two episodes on this, to be the checking that many of you bosses, and I'm being generous when I use that term, or for some of you, because some of you are boss in name only, you're not actually doing any bossing, you're not doing any leading, damn sure ain't doing any leading. I'm going to lay this out for you today and tomorrow in these short mini series. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is how to be a great boss. Number one, boss yourself first. Number one thing you have to do to be a boss is you must boss yourself first. Malcolm X said in his autobiography, every organization must have a boss. Even if you are one person solo, you must be the boss of you. Many of you are running organizations that have no boss, even when you are by yourself. You ain't the boss. You have no boss. You're just running around with no direction, no guidance no organizing principles or standards or parameters. You're not holding yourself accountable. You don't check yourself when you come up short. You are not holding yourself to any standards. You have no parameters. You have no measurable ways of knowing how you're performing. 
And when things are not getting done, nobody demands that they get done. Uh, that means there's no boss. This is what happens in organizations where there is no boss. All of these things happen. If you are not doing these things that I just laid out, again, checking yourself when you come up short, holding yourself accountable, having standards, parameters, measurable outcomes for performance, measurable ways of knowing how you're performing. You don't have these in place. You are an inadequate boss who should be fired. You're the boss of your own organization. You don't have these things in place. You should be fired. You are a terrible boss. And anytime an organization is failing, you know what the, the shareholders of that organization come in and do? First thing they do is fire the people at the top. The boss got to go. The CEO got to go. The COO got to go. The CFO got to go. The CMO got to go. Everybody in the C-suite fired. Why? Because they're the people on top. So if the lower level people are not doing their job well enough, it's usually because the leaders ain't leading. That's the conventional wisdom. And in this case, I will go with the conventional wisdom. All right. Some of you are horrible bosses who need to be fired from being a boss. The problem is you can't get fired from running an organization of you incorporated. All right. It's just you. So you can't really fire yourself. So your business just fails over and over again every day because you ain't doing your job. The first person who you need to boss up with is yourself. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes that you have and what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process, and let me let you know, it is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping, and I'm going to give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a great boss. Number two, tighten up your delegation skills. And when I say tighten up your delegation skills, I'm not just talking about you delegating to other humans. Delegating means to pass the job on to someone or something else other than yourself with your oversight and supervision. So if you're going to pass the job on to another person or another thing, you still need to look over it. You still need to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. Many of you are failing as bosses because you are poor delegators. You're not good at delegating to humans. Uh, you can't even delegate to some AI software, which makes it even simpler than a human. The key to delegation, folks, is solid communication skills. You want to be a good delegator, you got to be a good communicator. Are you able to get your point across in a clear, concise way so that another person can understand exactly what you want, why you want it, how you want it, when you want it, where you want it? Can you do this? If you're not good at this, you can't be a good delegator. It's impossible. You got to be able to communicate not only what you want, but again, explain it in a way that somebody else can understand it which means you got to tailor your communication to the person to whom you are speaking. If you are a poor delegator, you will always be a terrible boss, even to yourself, because delegation is an entire skill set. By itself, it's a skill set. So if you find yourself trying to do everything in your business and you know that you shouldn't be, the skill you are probably missing is the skill of delegation because you have not yet delegated this task to something or someone other than yourself. The good news in the world that we live in today is that a lot of the delegations that used to go to someone's 
can now go to some things. So those of you who are socially awkward and don't like talking to human beings, you can delegate tasks to software, but you still got to know what the task is. If you can't explain it, then they can't either. You got to know what you want. So you have to learn how to delegate and then work on your game university. You will learn how to delegate. So you no longer have these problems. And that other, what I was talking about on point number one about people being terrible bosses, you can't fire yourself, is that there are many entrepreneurs out there who actually shouldn't be full-fledged entrepreneurs. Some of you should just be contractors. What I mean by that is when I say be a contractor, that means you should get someone who is a leader, who can delegate, who can actually run an organization. Let them do all the entrepreneurial stuff that needs to be done in your business. And then they basically contract you out and you get paid for just showing up and delivering and doing the thing, whatever the thing is. The practitioner side, you just show up and do that. And I've known many entrepreneurs who probably should be in this position where you should be just, let's say you're a personal trainer. You go do your personal training sessions. You go serve your clients and help them out and do everything. The money is collected by the entrepreneur who's running your business. And then they just give you the percentage that goes to you and they get the percentage that goes to them. And that's how your business should be run. Because some of you, I believe, some entrepreneurs out there, some listening to this and some not, just do not have the chops to actually be full-fledged entrepreneurs. Being a full-fledged entrepreneur is a business skill, folks. It is not a practitioner skill. A practitioner skill is your ability to do the thing that your business does. A business skill is the ability to run a business. Those are two different things. The thing that your business does is like you are a personal trainer or you fix broken iPhone screens or you write books or you are a coach or you run Facebook ad campaigns for people, whatever those things may be. That's practitioner. That's being a practitioner. Practitioner is a person who just goes out and they do their thing. Whatever the thing is that you're great at, personal training, fixing screens, writing books, coaching, speaking, consulting, etc. A entrepreneur, a business owner is a person who knows how to run the business side of things so that that thing can actually produce money on a consistent basis. Two different skills. Just because you can do one does not mean you can do the other. There are some people who know how to run businesses, but they don't really have a, a specific practitioner skill aside from actually running businesses. They need to partner with people like you. So understand, and I found that there are many more people who are more the practitioner, what I also refer to as the artist, than there are entrepreneurs. So any of you who's an artist out there, if I just described you, you need to go find yourself an entrepreneur and partner up with them. Let them run the business so you can just do what you do. You don't have to try to make yourself into something that you're not. Right, it's not a knock on you. So if I'm calling you, if I, what I've described here in point number one and point number two, you're that horrible boss who just doesn't have the, the skill to run and operate a business. You don't have to try to make yourself into this person. All right? And there may not be enough time for this to even make sense for you to try to make yourself into this person. Instead, being the artist that you are, go find an entrepreneur. Go find an entrepreneur, partner with them, let them run the business and you do your thing so that you can actually get the ROI from what you bring to the table that you haven't been making up to this point simply because nobody's running the business the right way. Somebody got to run the business. It doesn't have to be you. It just has to be somebody. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier or go to sleep later. No. It is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to. But dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. 
The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to work on your game university.com, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game university.com. That out the way, let's move on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a great boss. This is a two-part series. Number three, process, process, process. Here's one thing that makes delegation a whole lot easier, having a process to follow. When you have a clear process, then it's easy to delegate to other people. You can just look at your process. You can quickly assess where you could delegate some work to something or someone other than yourself when you have a process. If I have a 17-step process, for how every episode of this show comes out. It's easy for me to look at that process and say, okay, which of these pieces must be done by Dre? Which of these pieces could be done by some type of software or AI? Which of these pieces needs to be done by a human, but it doesn't necessarily have to be me? I can ask myself those questions. I can just look down my list. If I got all 17 steps laid out, I can say, all right, these five steps I must do. So I got 12 left. All right, these three we can have software do. And that means I got nine left. These nine someone has to do, but it doesn't have to be me. Let me go find a human who would do these nine steps. You see that? But when you have a process, you can do that. That's pretty easy. If you don't have your process laid out, then you're kind of like guessing. You're kind of just flying by the seat of your pants trying to figure it out as you go along. Don't do that. Process, folks. Get a clear process of what exactly needs to be done in order for you to produce the outcomes that you're producing or the outputs. It doesn't have to be the overall outcome, but the output. So one episode of this show, there's a process. All right, that's an output. That's not my overall goal in business is to do one episode. But it is an output that needs to be produced that helps support my business. But when I have that process laid out, then it's easier for me to look at it and see, OK, here are the pieces that I need someone that's not me to do. Or maybe there's some software that can do this stuff or whatever. Or here are the things that I absolutely have to do, like recording the actual episode. I got to do coming up with the topics and fleshing out what I'm going to talk about, the points in each episode. I got to do. I don't necessarily have to do it, but I choose to do it because I like doing this. This is fun for me. I want to do this. This is one of my money skills, and I'm never passing this off. As long as I can speak, I'll be doing the show. So that's how you lay out the process. And once that's clear, then you know where you can start replacing yourself, which is what a lot of entrepreneurs want to do. They want to replace themselves. And if you have a business that is not based on a person's personality, like my business is based on my personal personality, at least in some parts. But if you have a business that is not based on that at all, your name is not even on the business, then you could completely replace yourself 100% in the business. You can own a business and nobody even knows that you're the person who owns it because the business is just an entity in itself. Like who owns McDonald's? Technically, it's a publicly held company, but most of you don't know who the CEO is or anything in McDonald's because you just think of McDonald's as McDonald's. McDonald's is just the entity itself. But when you think of working your game, you think of me as a person. That's not necessarily a bad or good thing, but you just want to think about how you want your business to be run because you can have more than one business in these ways, but you got to decide how you want to do things. And the way that you decide is you got to have a clear process that makes it easy to make decisions. If you don't have a clear process. Decision making is very difficult because you're always got to come up with a new framework for making your decision every time something comes up. That's why process matters so much. It's much easier to assess what you should probably do or not do when your process is clear. When you don't have a process, again, decision making is difficult, as I just said. And you don't know not only whether to delegate, but what to delegate. So process simplifies things because human beings are creatures of habit. Let's always remember that. A process is simply a form of habit. It's a way of creating a habit. That's what a process is. It creates a habit. So when you have a clear process and you say, all right, every time 
you edit one of my videos, you need to do step one through eight. And somebody does step one through eight so many times, eventually it becomes habit to where they don't have to read the instructions to do it. All right, any of you ever did something the first few times you did it, you had to look at the instructions. All right, here's step one, step two, step three. But you did it so many times that eventually you didn't have to look at the instructions anymore. But the process, so it became a habit. All right, now you can do it habitually without thinking or looking at anything. But it was the process that allowed you to make it into a habit because you followed the process so many times that your subconscious mind finally got the point. And your subconscious mind said, I got this. You don't have to constantly think about this anymore. I'll take that task from you, like tying your shoes. How many of you had to think about tying your shoes the last time you did it? Probably not, because you've done it so many times that the subconscious mind takes over and it becomes habit. Everybody following where I'm at here. Also, when you have a clean and clear process, it is easier to hold yourself and others accountable for things being done when your process is clear. And another bonus, you can hold the process accountable. If something is not working the right way, you can look at the process and say, okay, maybe my process is off. Maybe something in this process isn't working the way that it used to. Maybe we got to make an adjustment over here. Maybe it's not the people that's messing up. Maybe the process is just not as clean as it could be. Let's fix this. Let's make this better. But when there is no process, none of this is possible. That's why process matters so much, because it makes it much easier to solve the unsolved mysteries. It makes it easier to discern what's actually going on in anything when there's a clear process. Because all we got to do is look at it and figure out, okay, well, you shouldn't do it that way or you're doing it right. But uh, somebody messed up on this part right here. That's why we didn't get this outcome. All that said, let's recap today's class. Again, this is part one of two. How to be a great boss. Again, this comes from seeing many bosses putting undue blame on other people and things when it should be on them because they are simply not doing their jobs as bosses. Number one, boss yourself first. As Malcolm X said, every organization must have a boss. You got to be holding yourself to standards. They got to be accountability, parameter, measurable performance, and somebody has to be demanding that things get done. That's what a boss does, right? Okay. Are you doing that to yourself? The answer is no. You're being a horrible boss and you need to be fired. Point number two. You tighten up your delegation skills. This is your ability to communicate what you want done, how and why and when Do you want done it. Delegation is a skill to itself. Just because you know how to do something does not mean you know how to delegate it. It is a communication tool. Delegation. Number three, process, process, process. This makes delegation a ton easier because you can just look at your process and know what to delegate, where to delegate. And if something's messed up, you can pinpoint exactly how it got messed up because you can just look at your process and see who messed up. All right. In the assembly line at an automobile factory, that Henry Ford conceptualized and came up with. If the rear view mirrors on a car are missing, nobody put the rear view mirrors on the side of the car, then all that people got to do is look at the process. All right, who, what station on this conveyor belt is responsible for, on this assembly line, is responsible for the rear view mirrors? All right, that guy over there, okay, what's he doing? He's asleep. He went on break. He didn't come back. No wonder there's no rear view mirrors on the car. But when there's a process, it's easy to identify exactly what went wrong and why. But if there's no process, how would you know Who's responsible for that? Who messed up? Who dropped the ball? You wouldn't know. And this is where many people are right now. Good news is you got this show right here. I'm breaking this down for you so you can fix these mistakes. With all that said, make sure you text me so you're in my text community and work on your game university. You want to be a better boss or you're thinking about becoming a boss or one of these skills that I talked about here, you know you need and you don't want to go through the trial and error of trying to figure it out on your own. And you know that you don't have the time to try to figure it out on your own. You'd rather just get it done more effectively and quickly with someone walking you through the process, that's a good idea. I would suggest you go to workingyourgameuniversity.com, click the button on that page, schedule time to get on a free call with us. We'll talk about where you're at, where you're going, what you feel like is in your way. Once we're clear on that, if we feel like we can help you and you'd be a good fit for us, we'll tell you how it works and where it goes from there. Again, workingyourgameuniversity.com. And tomorrow we'll get into part two of this. Work on your game. Dre, all day. 
while you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee? Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it, though. You don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now. You probably don't even know it and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning you got to take all these different pills you don't even know what they are you can't remember what's what you don't even know what the ingredients are on these things say goodbye to all of that and try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first order go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game that's drinkag1.com slash work on your game check it out and start your journey to a healthier happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad.